Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's OnDemandSports.network going live every weekday morning on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You can find links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline. Also links on our Instagram uh, and hit us up on TikTok as well. But we got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show and they help out you guys. Like Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That's better coverage, rates, and service. More at FBHP.com slash ATOZ. And Hughes and Coleman, injury lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you've been injured in a car wreck, call them for a free case consultation at 800-800-4600. Zach, before we dive into uh, A.J. Brown and what he said about his former coach, Mike Vrabel, uh, Tua's injury last night, a very scary situation. I feel like everybody who saw what happened on Sunday of him stumbling after smacking his head on the turf against the Bills, playing four days later, and then one sack of Tua getting slung down, head against the ground there in Cincinnati, and quickly going into a posturing or fencing position where Amazon showed that replay over and over uh, on the stream broadcast last night. Very scary situation for Tua, but the Dolphins reporting that he has been uh, released from the hospital already, which is, seems quick to me, but uh, but see, re- released from the hospital at the University of Cincinnati. But what was your reaction watching that last night on Thursday Night Football? Well, I think my reaction is, is a buildup. You know, the Miami Dolphins have been a lightning rod ever since, you know, Tyree Kill got that massive contract. They got a brand new head coach. It's Miami. You know, and I, I was actually talking to a buddy last night while we were watching the game about – you know, the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins, like, you had Dan Marino, which is a huge part. And then before, you had the Dolphins that were really, really good in the 70s. They were going to Super Bowls. And then there was a huge lull after Marino. This is kind of the first, like, time that this era of football has seen there be buzz around, obviously, Tua, because he went to Alabama, where he was drafted, the tank for Tua situation, the Brian Flores situation, right? And then... You get Tyree Kill, you have Jalen Water, you've got a good defense, and then you start undefeated. So all of these things, I think, kind of built up on this storyline on top of the stumbling from last week, which the NFL Players Association, you know, they filed essentially a grievance against the NFL to let's go back and re-look at our concussion protocol because just like anything, people get comfortable. Companies get comfortable. You... You, you sit there and you set rules and regulations. You do things 100%, and then all of a sudden, you start dropping down to 80%. You start dropping down to 70%. And it's the responsibility of the company and the people involved to make sure you do things at 100%. And I think that the concussion protocol, after Tua stumbled against the Buffalo Bills, after they went into the locker room at halftime, that needs to be reassessed because oh, and he probably it, shouldn't have played last night. No, it's it's being investigated. And here's where the shadiness went on. And you, you mentioned the, the Dolphins organization not having a ton of buzz around it. Well, there's been some shadiness around it with Stephen Ross and Tom Brady, that tampering situation. Then the situation with how they asked, allegedly, Brian Flores to tank games for extra uh, checks. And now you have this because – 
uh, you know this, Zach, in press boxes around the NFL, when a player gets hurt, somebody announces over the press box PA, you know, Zach Cunningham, questionable with an elbow. Like that's announced in the press box, right? So reporters can report that. And that goes over the broadcast as well. Initially against Buffalo, Tua was announced Tua questionable with a head. Then he came back and then it was a back injury after he came back. Because let's think about this. Under the NFL's concussion protocol, concussion protocol, the fastest a person can return from concussion protocol is five days. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Really, it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Four days is where you play on Thursday night football in that turnaround. So because they ruled it a back injury, the Dolphins did not have Tua in a concussion protocol, which means he was eligible to play on Thursday night football. That's There's some shadiness going on there. And if you look at the hit last night, it was a a lighter hit to the head. It was a shoulder than the head where the Buffalo hit was a bigger smack on the turf with his helmet. And so that tells me subconcussive hits is a thing that goes around there too. And usually that only gets you in trouble when you currently have a situation going on. So very scary situation with Tua. I don't know how long he's going to be out, but it it's turning into a situation like Wes Welker or Sidney Crosby that we've seen in the past where they need to take their damn time with Tua before he comes back and plays in a game uh, because two concussions within five days is terrifying for any person, let alone a quarterback or, or a pro athlete. But you also have to look at the actions, right? So he did come back and play the second half against the Buffalo Bills, right? So he played two quarters. He, he was released and discharged from the hospital last night, right? If it would have been, and you have to trust the medical professionals. Like, I don't know, and this would be a great question of, are you more likely immediately after a concussion to get another concussion or days after, after you get a concussion? Like, what is the probability? That's a neuroscience question that well, I do not know. The probability is that, is that you get, it's easier to get a second concussion or further Once to brain you have a damage. first concussion, right. But I'm, I'm looking for the timeline, right? Because that's the important thing because he's done both. He played right after his first concussion. And then he obviously sustained another concussion just four short days after. There, there's definitely some movement. Look, I think if the Miami Dolphins started one and two instead of three and oh, I don't know if he plays last night, right? So there's there's that football nature of it. They're trying to yeah. compete and they're trying to, to win games. And last night, unfortunately, it was at the hands of Tua Tungavaloa. Uh, yeah, and I think the Dolphins should are already under investigation, but uh, absolutely need to be under the microscope for some shady things they've been doing. I think the way this was handled Sunday uh, and then last night uh, is a shady situation there. But all right, Zach, let's go ahead and flip over uh, to uh, and, and yeah, there there can be a lot more serious thing. As somebody, Randy says, you, you know, you can die from a, a another concussion while you already have a concussion. Like there are situations like that and luckily with Tua it seems like uh he is uh responding well and and everything his vitals are fine he was conscious uh as he was going to the hospital had movement in all of his extremities as the Dolphins did uh tweet out last night so here's the one thing I'll say we are much more aware of all of these situations now because we watch it four times on the replay on Amazon we've seen you know the NFL go through you know the lawsuits and we're just more educated with modern medicine, right? So we have to use those, you know, the intelligence that we've gained over time 
to protect these players because that's been the, the thing on football, right? Is that head injuries are not good and they cause CTE. We've seen numerous junior say Aaron Hernandez. I mean, the list just goes on and on of the long-term effects just for our entertainment. And we've yeah. got to protect the, the human yeah. side of things. Yeah, the fencing was terrifying. I mean, that was scary. Like with his hands, like it, like they were. Uh, it's pretty scary uh, situation there. And then Ryan adds to this, and then he flew on a plane, right? Like you had, you know, if he had a concussion, and and if you like look, and doctors I wish, are involved though somehow, and, some and, way, right? Unfortunately, and look, I, I I was messaging with our contact Lindsay at the Bone and Joint Institute last night, right after this happened. Uh, they do have a concussion specialist, but unfortunately, the concussion specialist has. Uh, a, a different a schedule today that can't allow us to do a doc talk about this because yeah, I mean, if you talk to most doctors who watch the play against the bills, that's a concussion. I mean, that, that checks all the boxes for concussions uh, right there, but the dolphins ruled it as a back injury when he came back. But let's talk about AJ Brown because that is the topic in the lead title of the show today. AJ Brown throwing shade on Mike Vrabel's coaching style. This clip is from Josina Anderson's podcast called The Crew. And so she had A.J. Brown on, uh, and A.J. was talking, this was on Twitter last night, making the rounds, A.J. Brown discussing the difference between Mike Vrabel and Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni. You know, uh, Vrabel, you know, Vrabel, I got a lot of respect for him, but, you know, he's he's the better check weight. You know, everything is lock in, you know, you know no fun over there. You know, you're going to get the job done. And uh, no, over here, why? man, it's just he. <laughs> but over here, he just, you know, it's just we just he just letting us have fun, do what we do, you know, uh, let us express our personality, and I think that's huge. You know, you want somebody to express them, their, their selves and be themselves, so so the real the real them can show on the game on the, on the football field. So, so there's AJ Brown. There, I wanted to give you that guys that video. We will react to it. We will play it again on AJ Brown and his thoughts on Titans head coach Mike Vrabel. But first, let me tell you guys all about the Bone and Joint Institute. As I mentioned, they do have a concussion specialist uh, there on staff in Franklin at the Bone and Joint Institute. So whenever you get hurt in life or whatever it might be doing, sports, your kids getting hurt playing sports, or your, your parents, your grandparents getting hurt in life or whatever it might be, they've got somebody who specializes in that injury right there on staff. So go see them. In Franklin at the Bone and Joint Institute, they also have satellite clinics across uh, Williamson County right now in Brentwood, Nolensville, and in Thompson Station. They are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Boneandjointtn.org. It is Sports. We're powered by BetMGM, our title sponsor. Look, I hit a parlay last night because of hey. that Jamar Chase catch. Four-leg parlay, baby. And I was, I was down and out. Because I needed Jamar Chase over 70 yards. That last catch saved me at the very end of the game. Won a couple hundred dollars on that. So that was really nice. Thank you, BetMGM. You can use the promo code and you can be kind of a little bit like me, at least last night. Who knows what it's going to be this weekend, though, right? So that's the fun of gambling. You obviously have to gamble responsibly. And you can, with BetMGM, use the promo code ATOZ Sports in the promo code tab. When you sign up, you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 for new users. All right, so a lot of comments so far uh, just reacting before we even ask our question, but A.J. Brown throws shade on Mike Vrabel. We're going to play the video again, and here's the question. Is it fair or foul for A.J. Brown to call out Mike Vrabel's no-fun coaching style? 
Here's once again, AJ Brown on Justina Anderson's The Crew podcast. And you know, uh, Brave, you know, Brave, I got a lot of respect for him, but you know, he's, he's a better check weight. You know, everything is lock in, you know, you know, no fun over there. You know, you're going to get the job done. And uh, no over fun. here, man, it's just, he, <laughs> but over here, he just, mm. you know, it's just, we just, he just letting us have fun, do what we do, you know, mm. uh, let us express our personality. And I think that's huge. You know, you want somebody to express them, their, their selves and be themselves. So, so the real, the real them can show on the game, on the, on the football field. So. So there's AJ Brown again. Uh, thanks to the crew podcast with Josina Anderson. So fair or foul for AJ Brown to call out Mike Vrabel's no fun coaching style. Uh, Zach, I see a lot of comments coming in. What are they saying? You know, honestly, they're saying fair, to be honest. Fair because yeah. it's true from John. Deshaun Washington says uh, it's fair. D. Brown says it's fair. Uh, here's here's a couple of fouls. Rooney says it's foul. He's not a Titan. Jake says uh, it's foul. The whole AFC Pro Bowl team uh, praised Vrabel. Fair from Xavier. Fair uh, the Belichick way right there. Fair from Danny. Fair from Brock. Fair. So they're getting a ton of fairs. John says fair. Uh, Jared says fair. Titans Kyle says fair. Nate John says foul. You want fun going go at the beach with <laughs> Did we lose your audio? Uh, and there we go. So yeah, I overall it looks like there's there's more fairs. You can kind of check more of the comments, but yeah. And a, a lot of fairs, it seems like here uh with this, but Zach, I I think this is foul. Uh, I think from Mike Vrabel and how he talked about AJ Brown and their relationship, I call foul on this. All Mike Vrabel did was support AJ Brown. All Mike Vrabel did was talk and and be a, a, a friend to AJ Brown when he needed to be a friend to AJ Brown and be a good coach to AJ when AJ needed it too. He protected AJ. He supported him. He praised AJ. He did all these great things for AJ Brown. But again, AJ Brown continues uh, to talk. Traded AJ Brown. <laughs> well, no, John Mike Mike Vrabel did not trade AJ Brown. Look, they right? have, they have both said that they are part of bo all decisions together, right? John Robinson has the ultimate say, but you can't just choose pick and choose when you want to use that line. You can't just say. Well, John Robinson was the man who traded him. Vrabel didn't have anything to do with it. But when you're coming to draft picks, they say that they have a collaboration on it. You can't pick and choose that, Austin. But no, Mike Vrabel, did he have a, a role in it? I mean, but did you Mike can't Vrabel... pick and choose when you want to use that line? Trades that trades in the offseason are different than like Mike Vrabel saying to John Robinson, which I think happened last week, is go find me a corner who can cover somebody, know what to do. And John Robinson brought in Terrence Mitchell. Like there's a collaboration. They work there. together on roster decisions. John Robinson has final say. They've said that numerous times. What I'm telling you is you cannot just pick and choose when you want to use, when you want to use it. So Come on, dude, like, like Vrabel was you, definitely a part of it. Zach, he wasn't the singular reason, but Zach, you cannot you know sit there and tell me that that's a lie. No, I'm not saying he wasn't involved in the conversations, but come on. Mike Vrabel I, I, didn't want to trade A.J. Brown. mention that, a part of all your spiel. You got to mention that. Because A.J. Brown, in the eyes of him, both John Robinson and Mike Vrabel, you know, traded him away within the circumstance. Well, so there is that. 
There but is he, that. Uh, look, I, and, and Honky Tonk says Zach is being paid by AJ. Sometimes it feels like it. Look, was it a mistake? No, you're just not telling the full story. No, I, I have to hold you accountable because you're trying to pick and choose when oh, you want to say yet. who does roster moves. Zach, it's an off-season trade around the draft. Like, John Robinson pulls the trigger on that. Is there collaboration about roster decisions? Yes. But when it comes to trading, it's a John Robinson deal. John Robinson sets the parameters and agrees to the deal. And I'm obviously, not Mike, that's not true. But you have to include the head coach into that based on their what they told Zach, us, the public, I, when I've, decisions are made. I responded to you butting in on my on my comment by saying, and he traded A.J. Brown. No, Mike Vrabel does not have traded away A.J. Brown on his resume. John Robinson has that on his resume. We are going to remember John Robinson for trading away A.J. Brown if this all crashes and burns. Not Mike Vrabel. Not Mike Vrabel. You will remember Mike Vrabel for playing Terrence Mitchell over Caleb Farley. You but John that, Robinson is has this trait on his resume, not Vrabel. Mike Vrabel is a part of it, though. That's all I wanted you to, to but no, confirm. But Zach, you, do you said, not, no, so I Zach, let me ask you: Do you okay. feel that Mike Vrabel was not a part of it at all? He, he yes, he's the head coach. So that's he played the point. A, but Zach, of all stop of those, talking. That has to be disclosed because no, no, I'm responding to what you said. What you said when I was talking, you butted into me by saying, "And he traded uh, AJ." No. Mike Vrabel did not trade AJ. He was a part of it. But that's not what you said. You said Mike Vrabel traded You weren't AJ. saying any of it. So that's why I had to come in. All right, all right. Go, fair foul for you. What do you think? Because you know everything. Go for it. No, uh, you, you can finish what you want to say, but you no, just I'm, have to I'm, tell I'm the full done. story. I'm done. I, I think for, for AJ Brown of what he said, you know, it's an emotional, I, I can't sit here and uh, tell AJ Brown how to feel or what it is. I think that it is fair. Here's the one thing. Actually, the comments brought this up. I've been in the locker room when Mike Vrabel was the coach. I've seen players have fun. I've seen players respect Mike Vrabel. So I think, and this is my personal opinion on the entire situation. I think that A.J. Brown is now with his buddy Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And that makes him uh, more happy. That that is That is how I look at this scenario i don't think that this is an attack on vrabel i just think aj brown again i always go back to the relationships aj brown is just in a happier relationship right now and maybe was it forced was it was it pushed off who, who knows at the end of the day i don't think that aj brown has malice towards mike vrabel i do think that there still is respect i just think that aj brown throughout this entire and it was an up and down scenario. Went to Philadelphia. He got to play with his buddy. And at the end of the day, they're having a lot of success early in the season. They're three and zero. Austin, if they're zero and three, I don't know if AJ Brown's doing Josina Anderson podcasts. But if they're zero and three, is this a different tune? Right? Is he saying things differently? I also think results. It goes back to the Dolphin situation we talked about earlier. One of the reasons why this is such a massive story is because of all the things surrounding the Miami Dolphins, and they're 3-0. and So I think that plays a part, but I've seen players have fun within the Titans organization. Do I think that Mike Vrabel is a, hey, do-your-job type of guy? Yeah, I do. But 
it's obviously had gotten him a lot of success. Let's also remember this. Uh, Mike Vrabel's the head coach and Ben Jones pies everybody in the face on their birthday and, and, and put baby powder in Mike Vrabel's hair on Mike Vrabel's birthday. And I've seen AJ Brown have fun with Ryan Tannehill and post on social media and do the whole white men can't jump comparison. So here's what I think about this. Let's remember who AJ Brown is and how he's acted and how he's emotionally responded in the past. AJ Brown got teary eyed and started getting emotional when Marcus Mariota got benched because he felt responsibility for that. Right. Then AJ Brown became really, really good friends with Ryan Tannehill and they were having a lot of fun doing that, scoring touchdowns, hitting, you know, swinging home runs out of the fence in the end zone. Mike Vrabel didn't have any problem with that. The Titans have had plenty of fun under Mike Vrabel. Sam Phelan, our Titans reporter, is working on a story right now about how the Titans play an elementary school recess game in the middle of the locker room. And Mike Vrabel doesn't care about that. And so you look for the, that story later on this weekend, A to Z Sports.com. AJ Brown had plenty of time fun with the Titans, but AJ Brown falls in love fast with new people. And, and yes, Jalen Hurts is his best friend back from high school days, right? So AJ Brown falls in love with the next thing and then looks at the previous thing and tends to hate on it. That, that's, phase. And AJ, and they AJ have never, Brown, they haven't had their first fight. The, uh, no. the Philadelphia Eagles, but ever since he went to is, Philadelphia, they're undefeated. They haven't lost a game. They haven't gone through any like adversity or turmoil. But AJ, but we have to realize and remember, AJ Brown is young and he's also a little emotionally immature. Like he re, he responds in a in a in an in a unreasonable way to things sometimes. Like the Titans. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I, I think you can absolutely say that, right? Look at his I, Twitter. Yes, right. And and the Titans allowed AJ Brown to flirt with the Padres about playing baseball in the offseason. Hell, AJ Brown well, went live. AJ Brown still said that when he was with the Eagles. He recently said uh, that. No, like, I know that, but like, but like AJ Brown's again saying that you know Mike Vrabel's a no fun. That's BS. Like Mike Vrabel has has had one of the highest player players on his uh, highest profile players on his team have a podcast under Barstool Sports for the entire time that Vrabel's been the head coach, and there's been documented. Uh, experiences of Vrabel referencing the podcast in team meetings. Like so when, I, when, I, nobody I else say is out that. here saying that there's no fun. I, I will say on that. We have spoken a lot about the exterior. What I think AJ Brown, and this isn't something that you or I, or none of the chat or none of the media can actually speak on. And that's the interior and the interior, as I always say, is the measure of a player comes when he's in meetings, comes when he's on time or on a schedule, what they're required to do through walkthrough, what they're expected to do, how they're expected to act during practice, how a coach reacts to a mistake during practice. All of those type of things, the media doesn't get to watch all of the practices. Fans don't get to watch all of the practices. Fans and media do not go get to go into meeting rooms. So I do think to give... A.J. Brown, I, I think we are on the same page, Austin. Honeymoon phase. He falls in love quick, and he's deep in love right now. But looking at his previous relationship with the Titans, the one thing that we cannot speak on is what happens behind closed doors. And if those if those are the words that he chooses to say of no fun, then there's probably something to that, but not all to that. 
Yeah, but I mean, it's like it's it's week three with AJ and Philly. Like, of course they're having fun because they're three and zero, like you said, right? And like the Titans have, I just think it's ridiculous that AJ Brown is saying the Titans have no fun and Vrabel's a no fun guy when I've pointed out several ways the Titans have fun and Mike Vrabel has fun. I just think it's it's AJ propping up his he, he you know AJ Brown doesn't know how to prop up his new love without tearing down the old past. That's typically what he's done. Well, and don't go on Josina Anderson podcasts, right? When you're three and oh, and everything's hunky dory. And, you know, I think here's the hard part. And this is where people get upset at me because, you know, Titans fans and look, you get upset at me. You know, you, you, that, that's, that's what you, you've been doing for uh, uh, the last 10 minutes with that. There's old a lot of hissing you could have been doing too. Here's, here's the fact of the matter. AJ Brown is a premier superstar wide receiver that is hard to come by in this league. He is a talent and otherworldly talent. And he has shown that it doesn't matter through three weeks. So I will disclose that it doesn't matter if it's Ryan Tano or if it's Jalen hurts, the dude makes plays. I have watched the Philadelphia Eagles more than probably I ever have as far as my attention span to see what he's doing because he's an unbelievable player. I love his mentality. I love his mindset. I love that he is a pylon-seeking SOB. That's what he is. He doesn't care who gets in his way. He's trying to move upfield, and he's trying to gain yards. And I think that is a and I will say this, it is a generational type talent to be able to do that consistently and have the success that he has. And then it's more difficult, Austin, and this is kind of where I'm getting to my point. Once that generational talent leaves, and DK Metcalf and Debo Samuel are all generational talents too, so he's not, A.J. Brown is not the only one. Then you get left with Robert Woods, who is not that, and Traylon Burks is a young rookie that needs a ton of growth. He just needs growth, right? Time will tell what he becomes. So the Titans are 1-2 and two and the Eagles are 3-0. and oh, And you look across the way of what could have been and all the other scenarios that actually played out, like Debo, like DK, of staying patient. And you sit there and you scratch your head. And I think that's what emotionally, for a lot of fans, whatever side you're on, charges the A.J. Brown situation. And yeah. it will dissipate, but right now, it's hot. Well, and Kenny on Facebook says, why is A.J. Brown so relevant on here all the time? You don't talk about any of former Titans like this. Well, we we have in the past. We've talked about Jarrell Casey when he's talked about the Titans after being you know, treated like a, you know, a piece of trash when they traded him away. But the reality is A.J. Brown keeps stepping in it. A.J. Brown keeps making this relevant by going on podcasts and bringing up the Titans and bringing up Mike Vrabel and doing things like that. AJ is doing it. And so, and people, I don't care what you guys say in the comments that you can say you don't care, you moved on all you want, but you do care because the analytics show the fact that you care. And so AJ Brown keeps stepping in it and Titans fans can't move on because AJ Brown keeps bringing it back up. The scab won't heal. The scab keeps getting ripped off and blood keeps coming fresh. That's what the entire A.J. Brown thing is. Well, and A.J. Brown single-handedly has more receiving yards through three weeks than the Titans' top two wide receivers. Well, so combined. Combined. 
No, sure. that there, there's something there. One guy has more receiving yards through three games than the Titans' top two wide receivers that are – and A.J. Brown, I mean, you, you look at uh, Devontae Smith's game against the Commanders, that makes it more difficult because the Titans are fighting for their lives. We talked about this. What did you rate this week's game on a scale of 1 to 10? 8 at importance. 8? Yeah, an 8 at importance in week 4 – and so that's all of those things that matter. I do agree. AJ is pulling people back in left and right by going on Justine Anderson's podcast. But again, I, I stand pat. You know, everybody in this room, this virtual room, knows exactly where I stand. I thought the Titans should have never traded AJ Brown. Oh, yeah. They should have gone through the draft. They should have gone through the draft and been patient. He would eventually talk to him because he was under contract and they would eventually had to pay him. They didn't do that. And we're going to find out what happened. Anthony says they asked AJ a question also. I've been at AJ Brown media availabilities where he has refused to answer a question and say, I'm not going to talk about that anymore. <laughs> and so, and then Jonathan says, Austin, why can't you be like the Titans and ignore the analytics? Which is a great way to transition away from this because that's just a funny comment about the Titans not having an analytical staff. A to Z Sports here live on this uh, Friday. Let's talk about Todd Downing and what happened yesterday at Titans press conference and media availabilities where Teron Davenport flat out asked Todd Downing, what's your reaction to Titans fans calling you to be fired? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. FBHP.com slash A to Z is where you need to go for your new health plan. I went there at the beginning of 2022, and I'm really glad that I did. So how this whole thing worked is, uh, we talked to Farm Bureau Health Plans about a partnership. We did not ha – I didn't have a plan. Austin didn't have a plan. I was like, I'll volunteer. I'll, I, I would like a, a new plan, not knowing what it, what it was going to be. If it was going to give me – it was going to be less expensive. It was going to be more expensive. It was going to be better coverage. It was going to be worse coverage. I had no idea. But they felt confident that when I signed up, I would get better coverage, better rates, and better service. You know what? They were absolutely right on all three fronts. So when I say better rates, better coverage, better service, I am reaping those benefits. You can too for you individually or for your entire family. If you're a young family, you've got multiple kids, it doesn't matter. They've got the perfect plan for you. You've just got to go online at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Also, don't forget, download the BetMGM app. Zach, you said you won a one-game parlay last night with uh, Thursday Night Football. Well, you can get a risk-free bet on pro football up to $1,000 when you sign up with a BetMG map using our code ATOZ Sports. So do that today. We also have A to Z Sports Picks coming up today at 2 o'clock Central Time on these same channels. So Alan and Brian get you guys set up for college football and pro football uh, this weekend. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or old. Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligible requirements. Wars issued with knowledgeable free bets. Subscribe credit for next five and seven days. For problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Uh, Teron Davenport asked Todd Downing how he feels when he hears Titans fans call for his job. Here's the video. Like All the things being said about the team, but you know, as soon as they're a struggle offensively, they say, fire Todd Downing. You know, when you're getting blamed for everything, like, how do you handle that and just continue to keep your head down and, and do what you have to do? Yeah, I will uh, tell you very bluntly, I, I can't pay attention uh, to all the stuff that's going on out, out there and all the opinions about me. 
Uh, everyone's entitled to their opinion, and I respect the fact that people have jobs to do and and uh, you know people to find to, to place blame on and and all that. I know that I'm responsible for the offense. I know that uh, you know there are certain things that come with this role, responsibilities, critiques, um, you know, and, and kind of constant evaluation uh, that comes with this role. But I can't afford to let somebody else's opinion cloud what Coach Vrabel thinks of the job I'm doing or what John Robinson thinks of the job I'm doing or, frankly, what the players in the locker room think of the job I'm doing. I owe it to them uh, to give my best. And uh, in that process, I really try hard to maintain my identity. I work my tail off, and I do it for you know, a, a bigger audience uh, than trying to you know, get the praise of man. I, I don't really do this job to be celebrated um, in, in the media. I do this job so that I can uh, be the man I'm called to be in the role that I have, and hopefully I can continue to improve in that uh, at every turn and help get this offense uh, where we want it to be. So that's Todd Downing responding to a super direct question from Teron Davenport. So props to TD for asking that question uh, in the press conference. And I, I did, I do think Ben's uh, comment here on YouTube says Todd Downing is one of the most mature uh, and reputable men you'll hear. I mean, the fact of how he was able to handle that question uh, with that level of humility uh, was was uh, pretty impressive, uh, uh, in my opinion. Zach, what do you think overall? Yeah, look, I I, I kind of take a similar approach. I, I don't care. Like you, I, I cannot care what everybody else thinks of me. They think I'm you know a, a bearded idiot. I've gotten that before. I'm a, a dumb sob. I mean, you get you get called out. I've, I've been, you've, you've read them off Austin. I should be fired, which that cannot happen because I uh, own the company. So like that, that's that, but for Todd Downing, here's the facts. Okay. The offense ranks 26th in total offense. It ranks 22nd in scoring offense. If you are responsible for the offense, your offense needs to be better and you don't get the benefit of the doubt because of what your offense was last year. Understand it was circumstance. A.J. Brown and Julio Jones were constantly hurt. Derrick Henry was out for the majority of the season after Indy. I get that. The playoff performance was not a well-designed performance, right? Brian Tannehill, Todd Downing, we've talked at length about that. I have no problem with what Todd Downing has to say. And when, and I don't, I try not to, I do not call for a lot of people's jobs. That's not my, like, take. I will criticize, but I'm not sitting here and saying, fire that guy, fire him, fire him, fire Other people in this market do, but I do not. That is not, and I don't think, Austin, you do that quite a bit. I don't think that's what our job is. When it gets to a point where people should be fired, we say it. But I think Todd Downing is taking the correct approach. Don't listen to the outside noise. Do the best job that you could do and let the chips fall where they may. He's in an industry where his ass is going to get fired eventually. Yeah. It's just how it works. So yeah. I, I think, you know, I don't think any differently, less, more, I think the same of Todd Downing after listening to that clip. Yeah. And coaching, you get hired to get fired. Uh, unless you're Nick Saban, uh, who I don't think has been fired. And uh, even Bill Belichick has been fired uh, in the coaching profession. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's just the fact that like I mean, he did apparently listen to the outside noise when we called for ditch the pitch, at least for one game. So there there is some some of that there. <laughs> I but, don't know if that okay. was luck or, or listen. 
I mean, we'll have to see. I I am still uh, very tuned in to the toss plays. Uh, what might or might not happen on Sunday in Indianapolis. But like, I mean, yeah, like I get what he's saying and everything. And, and you can't act like that. You can only respond and, you know, to how Mike Vrabel, his boss, thinks about how he's doing uh, with his job. But I think the the main aspect is that Todd Downing still is struggling as an offensive play caller for the Titans after 21 games as being a play caller. But at the same time, Sunday's second half uh, zero-point output by the offense was not Todd Downing's fault, at least against the Las Vegas Raiders. You know, he did some things in the first half against the Bills that were his fault. He did things in the second half against the Giants that were his fault, but not this Sunday. So I think Titans fans need to understand that and, and allow Todd Downing to evolve and allow people to change. And he ditched the pitch for at least one week and he didn't have any stupid play calls against the Raiders, um, you know, that you can flat out say that was a bad decision against the Raiders. So let's see what he ha- what he does against the Colts because the Titans need him to evolve because I think we both agree that Todd Downing's not going to get fired in season unless something ridiculous outside of anybody's control really happens. He's not, he's probably not going to get fired for performance in season. And so I don't want to say that it's a long season. We've only played not three games it, of the NFL season. Things can, things can go really bad or things can go really good, but it's unlikely that Mike Vrabel will fire a, a coordinator in season. We've seen Mike Vrabel stick tight with Shane Bowen through the worst third down defensive performance in the history of the NFL. Yeah, but it comes down to games. It, it, like, so I, I I understand what you're saying, but it comes down to wins and losses. And it's a long season. So I'm never going to sit here and say that that's not going to happen. Things change in life and in football. And so, uh, you know, at the, I just told you, the 26th and 22nd in total offense and passing or in scoring offense, that is not going to continue. Austin, it always goes back to what I think this show has maintained of what we talked about of the structure of the Tennessee Titans. You have a defensive-minded head coach. Yep. You are going to go through the carousel of yep. offensive coordinators. You're going to get good ones that get head coaching jobs like Matt LaFleur and and, uh, and Arthur Smith, and you're going to get bad ones like Todd Downing has been, right? I mean, it doesn't mean that he can't get better. So you're just kind of in that wave, but with a defensive-minded head coach, it ain't going to change. And that was, and again, like you got on to me for talking about that a couple of years ago when Arthur Smith started slow, is that this is what you get when you hired Vrabel. That's why hiring a defensive-minded head coach has become a rare thing across the NFL because you need the continuity between play caller and quarterback for teams to really succeed and sustain that success. Now, I do want to get to a comment here before we ask another question because uh, I did see Caleb says, LOL, Zach had to stop Austin from calling for Downing's job a week ago. All of a sudden, Austin is telling us we need to show patience. Okay, dude. Well, Caleb, if you listen to what I said a week ago, I said something needs to change. It can be as big as firing Todd Downing or as little as Tim Kelly becoming more involved. It, uh, I, I do think, think that you had an emotional driven uh, rant well, at a, in a post game show to say that they need to fire him. So, I, Caleb, I, I do hear I, that. I did I, say I, I think, think they're. 
I did you say I think the, they're delaying. You said what you said. Uh, so Caleb I, is correct. On. I also said I think that they're delaying the inevitable. Like I believe that too. They're delaying. They right, are, they but are, I'm just I'm holding you accountable for Caleb of what he is saying. No, but it, Caleb, it was emotionally but, driven. But you did say that. So like, but I don't. But I do not label this show, regardless of what was said about Todd Downing. You've been wanting the Titans to fire Todd Downing for a while. I yeah. do not think he should have been back. I think the the opportunity to that's move called on being him, fired, right? <laughs> so, I, I understand that, but so based you, off of last year, based off right. of last year, then what happened? Hold on, hold on. Then what? Let me defend myself a little bit because then what happened? The first game of this year, he had similar mistakes to what he did last season, so nothing changed. Then in week two, he had some issues again with the toss plays that don't work, and then I said. Something's got to change. It can be as big as firing him or as little as Tim Kelly being more involved. But I also, but I also understand that, like what you said. You did say that, that, though. Admit that. And the, the best part is the question that we're going to ask is perfect for Austin Stanley today. It's perfect for yes. the chat, but it is literally perfect to figure out where Austin is. My premise of what I said was this show does not represent fire them, fire them, fire them, fire everybody, fire everybody. I I stand by. I am out on Ryan Tannehill. I do not think he can win a Super Bowl. I think you're wasting time. I, I just don't think he has it in him. And until he proves me wrong, I will continue to say that. And I will never back down from that. But the fact is, Caleb is correct. You have asked for, for Todd Downing to be fired before. And I do no, think that your tune changed. Week. Your tune changed based on this past week and the improvement of the offense. It didn't change completely, but it did change. So this is why this question is perfect. Then, then let's ask the question so Caleb can see exactly where I'm at. Because Caleb was saying last week I called for his job when I said no last week I just called for something to change with the play calling. Uh, and you know they got rid of the pitch. You have you have called for his job before though. Yes, but but Caleb said last okay. week. I, I did not call for his job last week. I said something's got to change. Something's got to give. And After the Buffalo game in the post game show, you did so. Like, is that a what, what kind of hiss is that? Uh, it's your wrong hiss. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a hiss. Anyway, all right. So let's get to this question. Uh, where are you with Todd Downing? Are you warming up? Are you still out? or just fine? Are you warming up? Are you still out? Or are you just fine? But let me tell you guys about Hughes and Coleman, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you've been injured in a car wreck, call them for a free case consultation at 800-800-4600. They have recovered over $1 billion for their clients across the state of Tennessee and in Kentucky. So check them out. Whenever you've been injured in a car wreck, they can go fight for you against the insurance companies like they've done in the past for all their clients uh, because they have the resources, they have the assets uh, to go get you every dollar you deserve after you've been injured in a car wreck. So don't go up against the insurance company by yourself. Go with our crew at Hughes & Coleman Injury Lawyers. That's 800-800-4600, Principal Office in Nashville, Tennessee. A to Z Sports were powered by BetMGM. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. They are the king of the sports book. Go to your Apple or Android app store it's Friday. You can get all set for this weekend by downloading the app using that promo code. And for new users, you get a risk-free bet for your first bet 
up to $1,000. That is a deal. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports in the promo code tab. All one word, no spaces. They're the king of the sports book. Download BetMGM today. All right. Titans fans, where are you with Todd Downing? Are you warming up, still out, or just fine? What is the chat saying, Zach? I'll let you go to the chat because I oh. like to, to see that. Okay, that's fine. I'm going to the chat now. Uh, let's see. I see uh, CJ says very thin ice. Nick says out. G-Man says still out. He'd be terrible with any team, high school, college, or pro. Brent says still out. Uh, Darren says fire him. Facebook user who still does not have a name or a picture says big out. Ryan says out. Throw that two-week-old spilled milk out. Kenny Hill just says trash can. Uh, Danny says after Buffalo were... Uh, all, we all were bringing the pitchforks still out says Jason uh, Scott says still out until I see continued improvement. Uh, Alex is out until he makes second half adjustments. Again, the Raiders game was not on Todd Downing. Like I can say that the bills and giants games were, and then the Raiders game was not. So David says still out Marquis says out. Um, so, I mean, I, it seems like it's a lot of, a lot of, uh, out Zach is what I see. Where are you? So I'm I'm kind of in the same mode that I have been. Do I think Todd Downing is a good offensive coordinator? No, I do not. I just told you his stats of total team offense and total scoring through three games. You got blown out. You talked about the Giants and the Bills game. I, this is tough because I'm not necessarily warming up to him. I'm just like I'm I'm warm. Like I am the exact same position. I I'm waiting. I think I'm here. I guess here's how I would assess it. I'm waiting for him to fail. I'm not waiting for him to improve. And so that I think a lot of people are out and they're just fire and fire and fire and get them out of here. It's only a matter of time. I think I'm waiting to see because I don't necessarily think that he has the capabilities. But here's my benefit this is where I think I am separate than maybe a lot of the chat. I do think that the time, the more time, if he gets this time, I think if they start losing games and they get out of the playoff race, that's where I do think that he will get fired. So that's why I'm not out on him being fired this season. I think there's a possibility of that, but learning more about Austin Hooper, learning more about Traylon Burks as he grows as a rookie getting Robert Woods more involved like he did in the first half against the Raiders, and then Derrick Henry coming along. It's only a matter of time, if Derrick Henry is healthy, that he has a 157-yard game. And that 157-yard game is going to make Todd Downing's job a hell of a lot easier, right? So if you can stack those type of games, I am I am right where I'm not at a boiling point, but my water is warm. It's not ice cold, but that's kind of where I am with Todd Downing. Uh, but I'm not out. I don't, I, I've never completely been like fire his ass. Yeah. I haven't been that way. Uh, so describe how you said you are with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I do not believe Ryan Tannehill can get this franchise and this team where it needs to go. That's how I feel about Todd Downing. But you also understand that Ryan Tannehill is not going anywhere. Right. Well, no, not for this season. But I exactly. do think that they I do think that they thought about how they could shake up their quarterback situation in the offseason. 
I do not think that they did that with their offensive coordinator. Sure. That's but, the difference. Uh, again, that's not the point that I was bringing up is that you don't think Ryan Tannehill can get the Titans there. I don't think Todd Downing can get the Titans there. That I, so I am, I am out on Todd Downing. I understand that he's not going to get fired really anytime soon. That's just not what Mike Vrabel does. And it's Mike Vrabel said that after the Bills game that it's not the time to do that or talk about that. And we're not going to, that's something that Vrabel said uh, the day after the Bills loss. But like the things that you mentioned, Zach, about, you know, learning more about Hooper, getting Burks ready, uh, having Henry back. And then you go back to last year of no Henry for nine games because of the foot injury and a lot of other injuries and guys that weren't there. Like all those are like really convenient excuses to give. I'm not saying you're doing it, but they're convenient excuses for Todd Downing to not be held accountable. Because what Todd Downing said when Teron asked him the question is he's responsible for the offense. He's also responsible for getting Austin Hooper, Traylon Burks, and the offensive line and Derrick Henry in the and Ryan Tannehill in the best position to succeed. And what I've seen over the time is that. He doesn't do that consistent enough. Like doing a toss play to Derrick Henry is not putting the offense in a position to succeed. And you can say, well, the players didn't execute the play call. Well, if you know the players can't execute the play call, then don't call the play. Because if the well, I think that's the point of him figuring it out. He didn't pick any of these players, right? So he was he, thrown into when Dennis Daly is playing left tackle against the Buffalo Bills, who have a really good defensive front with first and second round picks all up and down that damn thing. Don't call a, a sweep or a toss three uh, times to the backup left tackle who joined the team three weeks ago. That's that's the reality. Dennis Daly joined the team three weeks before that game, and and Todd Downing called three tosses to Derrick Henry against one of the better defensive fronts in football who just sacked Matt Stafford six times with zero blitzes. And he called the toss play three times behind Dennis Daly. What sense does that make? Inexcusable. I, I understand that. They also, again, these are not excuses. I think that again, Todd, this is their, this is Todd Downing's preseason with Ryan Tannehill and these new weapons. He didn't do that a single, he didn't call a single play for Ryan Tannehill in the preseason. Not one. Tannehill did not take a single snap. So you've seen, I think, the the ups and downs in three games of what this offensive is, I, I stand by the most logical thing that you could say about the Tennessee Titans. Todd Downing's job, Mike Vrabel's job, the offense's job is a lot easier and runs a lot smoother, smoother if Derrick Henry is running efficiently. If you pitch Derrick Henry the ball, that is a way for him not to run efficiently. So that is his fault. Yes. He didn't do that in this past game. It improved. Can you put four quarters together against Indianapolis live at Lucas Oil Stadium on Sunday at high noon to win the football game and continue to create momentum within your offense? That's what I need to see for me to start warming up to Todd Downing. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to warm up, uh, but I also, I am also going to understand when something is not his fault and when something might be his fault. And so I will continue to do that and be fair to Todd Downing, but I just don't think, I don't think he, so and, you are out. Well, yeah, so I, I've said it all. If you yeah, are I'm out, not. he, he, they need to get rid of him at some point. 
Yes, but I also I'm not I also understand the like you yeah, with Tannehill. Like, I think the same thing about Nate Tannehill. They're not getting rid of him. They're not getting rid of Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill's the quarterback th- this year. And Todd Downing's the offensive play caller this year. But like if you go back, Greg Cosell uh, of NFL Films said after the loss to the Bengals that the Titans offense was limited by pass game concepts. That's Todd Downing. Limited by pass game concepts is what Greg Cosell who watches film for a living for 46 years said about Todd Downing's offensive concepts limited. So they bring in Tim Kelly. It's been better, I think, but there are times where bad Todd Downing comes up in situational football that hurts the Titans. And I still feel like that's going to continue to happen throughout the year. Yeah. And look, they've got a rocky road. Uh, After the bye week, the schedule ticks up and teams get better the titans including you know good teams get better bad teams get worse like the commanders they're going to get worse the texans they're going to get worse the titans and some of those teams competing should get better obviously barring injury like i said sunday is a big step forward for this offense defense and team as a whole if they can beat the colts and set the tone in the division before facing the jags twice and the Colts one more time. Yeah. And then yeah. here's the last thing. The Titans have to take care of business this year. They're not going to get the luxury of being able to lose, uh, lose to the Texans. They cannot lose to the Texans. Well, they that lost has to be the two guaranteed. Huh? They yeah. lost to the they, Giants. That's yeah. their Jets game. Correct. They cannot have a Texans loss, though. They need to beat the Texans twice, and they need to beat the Washington Commanders in Washington. Those are the three things that must happen. Real quick, uh, that reminded me something. Uh, to follow up on a conversation we had yesterday about the last time a team won the division with three divisional wins. Did you uh, get did, Michael? Yeah. Yeah, shout out Michael for uh, doing some crack research for us. So Michael said, did some digging from today's show about the division winners that only won three divisional games. The Rams last year only won three divisional games. Now, that's in the NFC West that was a really good division last year. Uh, and so basically, if the Colts lose on Sunday, the Colts are going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But there's been a few times where it's happened. The Rams went 12-5, and five, won the division with 3-3 three and three record. The Ravens in uh, 2018 won the AFC North at 10-6, and six, but a 3-3 three and three divisional record. And the Seahawks uh, in 2016 they won their division at three, two, and one, which is what the Colts would be three, two, and one. Uh, now there's an extra game in all this too, so uh, you know that ca- does kind of change over that. But thanks to uh, Michael for that research after the show yesterday, and also Michael, yeah, because I, I saw that that was that was cool. Also Kyle Griffin, aka KG, yes. he was the guy. He was the guy. I got a DM with him recording on his on his laptop of you calling him out trying to do Oklahoma drills with KG. So yeah. you were like, KG, reveal yourself. It's Kyle Griffin. And I had a good laugh. Yeah, and he after. said, what's up? He said, what's up? And, uh, you know, I can go look at uh, at KG's Instagram pictures. And I will say, he's a big dude. You want to buck a big, up? He's a big dude. <clears throat> KG's a big dude. But I, I'll still take him. I'll still draw it up. We'll see what happens. I feel confident in my abilities against KG. <laughs> All right, let's get to good news to wrap up this week. But Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. 
Yeah, well, again, the Hyundai, where you have your perfect make and model right around the corner. Quick trip down I-40, exit 236. I've test-driven the Palisade, driven the, the Sonata, the Ionic, which is battery-powered, looks awesome. They have your perfect make and model. If you're in the market for a new vehicle or used vehicle, go to Wilson County Hyundai. Payne Bone and his team will hook you up with a great deal. They have been family-owned and operated for years and years and years, and they're the epitome of somebody that you can go in there and trust. You can test drive a vehicle, like I said, get a feel on what it is. If you want to customize it, they can order it directly online from WilsonCountyHyundai.com. They, their prices are better than downtown prices, right? I always compare that. It, it is the right decision if you're in the, the market for a new car. Just go check them out and see their prices compared to the others. Mention A to Z Sports. You may get a better deal. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Download the BetMGM app, use our code ATOZ Sports, and you get a risk free bet on pro football up to $1,000 when you do that. Also, we've got A to Z Sports picks coming up with Alan Bell, Brian Edwards at two o'clock Central Time. And hey, I got an email about this from BetMGM. If you spend, if you bet $100 on college football this weekend, uh, then you get a $40 free bet. So I'm 30% there. I've got a parlay that I've already submitted earlier in the week, but I'm waiting to see what uh, Alan and Brian. Have got for me uh, with the A to Z Sports Pick Show this afternoon before I fill out the rest of that. But go download the BetMGM app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. Risk free bet on pro football up to one thousand dollars. Ain't that good news on every Friday show to send us the weekend, Zach? I'll let you go to the chat. What is the good news from the people so far? Well, here's this is a great way to start. It's it's kind of there's bittersweet because Jake says my mom's home in Fort Myers was destroyed by the hurricane, but good news, she's safe and in good health. So, Jake, yeah, we uh, that is great news. Um, safety first, and you know now as the dust has settled, as they say on on Fort Myers and and some of the Florida area. I mean, it, it that hurricane was devastating. You just hope that you can kind of build back up the materials but you can't build back out alive. So we're glad that your mom is okay uh, in that regard. Let's see. Ain't that good news? Tiffany got, got her hair did yesterday and now ready to, to shake something. So Tiffany's <laughs> ready to roll. That, there's a Friday vibe right there. That's I, good I love, I love the, got my hair did not done. I love the hair did comment. Yes. Tiffany's ready to rock. There you go. Uh, Jay says my good news uh, Tuesday at his first colonoscopy and the lab report determined that, has no polyps. There you go. That, that's yeah. a part of life. You need Jay to get getting real vulnerable out. with us there. Right? We're, we're talking. Oh, here's another health on health on health. Darren says baby girl is healthy, arriving in three weeks. So uh, we wish you well, Darren. That's congratulations. It looks like from your profile, this is not your first rodeo. Uh, Danny <laughs> says, uh, my baby brother and his wife had a healthy baby boy over the weekend. Oh, there we go. He and his mom are home doing well. He's uh, Danny's 40. Uh, and first time being a legit uncle ain't that good news. That is what's an, man, un, what's an, what's an illegitimate uncle. Uh, that is I do like, not know. Is it like is, if well, you're, that's kind of like my sister's husband's sister's uh, husband? <laughs> is it like if you're? Is it like if your best friend uh, has a kid and that kid calls you uncle? Is that an illegitimate uncle? You know, you know I, what I'm that, saying. I, uh, yeah, I do. I don't. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, Jared says uh, one of his best friends is getting married tomorrow. That's good news. Jacob says good news. Two broken bones in his right foot. 
might not need surgery. That's about as good as it gets. That's actually, that's huge news. You know, you yeah. always want to try to avoid surgery when you can. Uh, Kenyatta says, my good news this week, finally started gaining weight on a fast metabolism. Guess my age is helping right well, there. Well, be careful, Kenyatta. That's a slippery slope. Uh, Kyle's uh, going to leave in two hours for Palm Springs, so a little bit longer of a weekend. Uh, Ryan says, good news is Kentucky's going to drop Zach's Ole Miss boys. I don't think so, my friend. Thoughts, we'll see at 11 a.m. right and early what, tomorrow. What's your thoughts? Break down the game. <laughs> uh, I, I, I will. Uh, don't tempt me right there. I am looking forward to that game. Uh, Zach says, uh, good news, starting to beat second seasonal, uh, seasonal allergies. Man, there's a ton of good news today. There's a 30 lot of year news. old high school reunion tonight for Justin. That I've never been to a high school reunion. There, my it didn't work. Like the, they tried to set it up and four people like signed up. So, like, I think you got to get a little bit further. Maybe like along. 10 years. Yeah, I, I 10 years is so, too soon. 10 years is too soon. I didn't go to my 10 year, but yeah, too soon. Awesome. What is your good news? Uh, my good news, uh, goes with somebody else uh bk titan hocus pocus 2 comes out today 90s kids rejoice so i like i cool hope what it's a sequel right yeah yeah but i'm curious like we are a hocus pocus family uh and so that does come out tonight so i know we're going to order food and watch that and drink a little bit probably have some fun uh with hocus pocus 2 but my overall good news is the vols are on a bye week and the weather is going to be the perfect type of fall. I thought we said no good news weather. Did we? Yeah. No, I thought we said no uh, good news allergies. No, I'm, I'm talking well, about I guess activity. those go hand in hand. I guess, yeah, I, that, that's how I think about it. Because no, the I allergies is due to the weather. Yeah, well, but that's not, that's that's my, I'm fixing my seasonal allergies, all my shots. But uh, no, it's the fall activities that we're going to get to do out in the fall weather. It's going on dog walks where you don't have to worry about the dogs getting overheated. It's everything about it. We're going to have, bon I think we're going to do a bonfire in the backyard uh, this weekend because we haven't been able to do that because it's too freaking hot. And so that's my good news is that the fall weather this weekend is bringing on fall activities that we haven't been able to do in a long time. There you go. I, I'm not a fall guy. I'm a summer guy, but I there are. I think most people are fall people. Wouldn't you agree? I like all seasons. To yeah, extent. but people, you like fall, correct? Yes, love fall, love it. Yes. I, I, if I, you pull people, I feel like more people are are pro fall. I'm not pro fall. I, I love summer fall. up until August. I'm like, all right, I'm over this stuff. Like it's too damn hot now. I love spring. I think the thing about spring and fall why people love it is because it's so short. You don't get enough of it. Like we get a lot of winter and a lot of hot summer, but we don't get a lot of spring and fall. So that's why people like spring and fall. So two bits of good news. First good news. And this is for everybody. I don't know what the hell is going on, but my internet blows. It's no good. And so today I'm getting that fixed. That should be good news for everybody. I have no idea, right? It's like the mystery of, of the world but here's another thing have you ever and i was i'm glad that it wasn't mentioned on today's show yet because i wanted to save this have you ever lost an article of clothing for an extended amount of time and then found that article of clothing but you had written it off have you ever done that like a t-shirt or something like so 
So here is my, I'll let you think about that. My good news is I found three shirts that had fallen at the bottom of the drawer at the very bottom. Yeah. And I thought they had gotten lost forever. One was a LeBron Lakers shirt, which is a really sweet shirt. The other one was a Buck shirt. And the third shirt was the real OG A to Z <laughs> sports shirt. I thought this had been lost forever. So I washed this bad boy. This this tells you how far that we've come. Look at the original logo that just, and you can kind of tell the story of who stitched this on. Yeah. It was just, hey, we needed shirts. Why don't you just put ATOZ Sports? So as we grow, hopefully this will be, I don't know if it will be worth anything one day, but it is, this is the real OG A yep. to Z Sports shirt. Uh, and I found not only this one, but the blue one as well. You found so both of them? I have I'm both. bringing it back. I'm bringing both it back. Both of mine are hanging. I, I the, the shirt you're wearing, I loved it. I thought it was great. Now, my aunt stitched that on for us because we were going down to SEC Media Days and we needed something like immediately. And so we went to like the sporting goods store and bought those. And then she stitched them on real quick because she's really talented at that. And so, yeah, there we go. So I, I've... I haven't worn mine in a long time, but they're in my closet hanging up. I see every once in a while I'll scroll back and like, oh man. But no, I, I don't think I've ever lost a article of clothing and then found it. Like I know there was one of my favorite button downs that I had in my mid twenties. I went to Atlanta to see a buddy who was in law school at the time and I left it there and I just kissed it goodbye. I was like, I know where it is. Like it's, I know he still has it. I, there's just no chance that I get it because I think he lives in LA now. But like, there's, it, I just knew it was over, and I and I quickly moved on emotionally from it. Yeah, and you know, I think you know, Demetrius brings up this, and I think uh, Donald also does too. You know, once we start you know, our merch, once we start growing some merch, a little bit more mer merch, a part of our company, we have A to Z Sports throwbacks. I think these would be sweet uh, to be able to sell. So that may be in the ringer. That yeah. same thing happened to me, Austin. Tebow weekend when Ole Miss beat Florida in the swamp. I went down there to visit and I lost my favorite shirt that I've ever had of all time. And I left it at that at uh, what was, I cannot remember his name. Um, the dog's name was Dolce though. We had choose a boxer. She was the most beautiful boxer uh, I've ever seen. And I left that t-shirt. I think about that t-shirt often, uh, but I was, this is a great news that you find, you find t-shirts that had been lost for years and you can still rock them. The bummer, the biggest bummer about that shirt that I left in Atlanta was that was the shirt I was wearing when my wife and I first hung out. The first time we ever hung out, I was wearing that shirt. And I like we were we had been dating for like two years when I lost it. So I was like, it's okay, we're good. But it, yeah, yeah. Do, you got well, yeah, you got her, right? I, 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 yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. We got it. We got it. But that was the yeah, so that shirt's gone. But I wouldn't, you know, it's not my style now anyway. That was uh a couple uh uh fashion statements. Again. Shout All out right, to guys. good news today. A lot of yeah, good news. Good news today. was heavy. So, bravo to the chat. Good news was very heavy. Oh, yeah, and Kevin Byard. Congrats to Kevin Byard, who's officially having his MTSU jersey number 20 retired tonight uh at Floyd Stadium in Murfreesboro, who yeah, coming off of a beat down of the Hurricanes, that was awesome. And then what, everything that Coach Rick Stock still said after that beat down of Miami was just gold. It was fantastic. He was like, "We got paid a million and a half to go down there and hold them to 1.9 yards of carry." 
I was like, that is the best thing you could possibly say. It was a so, butt uh, whooping. You cannot, you can't sum it up any other way. Yeah. So props to KB, who's going to have a great night before the Titans head to Indianapolis. And we will see you guys uh, tomorrow, I guess Sunday for A to, for A to Z Sports Titan Game Day Live, the pregame show at 11.30 a.m. Central Time. So get ready for that. 30 minutes before kickoff, we'll do our pregame show presented by the NoDat app. So download the NoDat app today. And we'll see you guys on Sunday. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. Appreciate it as always. Adios.